0: Every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy Podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Before we dive in to today's new episode, I want to take a second and just thank you for listening to over 15 episodes in this beautiful series that I started in January of this year. I have found, and I'm curious if this has been in your experience too, but I have found that within every setback or moment of disappointment or frustration or just when things don't go your way or you're faced with these moments of twists and turns and Oh my God, 2020 has been a big year of twists and turns. But I found that within those moments are always opportunities. There's opportunity for reflection and growth and for really seeing who you are and what you're made of. But within that too is an opportunity for joy and an opportunity for connection and inspiration and even more than that is an opportunity to reconnect and understand who you are and what you're made of and we're all made of good tough stuff. We are far more resilient and patient and kind and compassionate than we even know and part of that part of knowing that is honoring yourself and honoring your boundaries and your wellness and learning for you what works and what doesn't and so I'm so excited that Kelly and I sat down to have this conversation, she's a yoga, wellness, and empowerment teacher on a mission to help raise the collective consciousness through reconnecting and rebalancing the mind, body, spirit with movement, breath work, and mindfulness practices. She's passionate about empowering people to uncover the deepest parts of who they are and to heal so that they can move forward to flourish and share their unique gifts with the world. I really love this conversation because Kelly's reflections and honesty and vulnerability on the power of mindfulness, spirituality, and honoring the rhythm of our lives will not only leave you feeling inspired, but it'll remind you that our bodies carry so much wisdom and that our spiritual wellness really encompasses the mind, body, and soul collectively. To learn more about Kelly, today's new episode, and our series Lessons In, head on over to the website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. This episode is honestly so multifaceted and we go in so many different beautiful directions and I know you're going to love it. it. It really encompasses so much of what we've been talking about on the podcast this year. And in a time of great stress and uncertainty our wellness and our mindset and our joy is really top of mind and as it should be. And I'm just excited to share this one. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Kelly Collins. I would just love to start off by asking you, how do you define spiritual wellness or how has spiritual wellness shown up in your life maybe this year or, or just in general?
1: Yeah, I would define spiritual wellness as, you know, the health, the well-being of our soul, right? And mm-hmm. and under that, the health and the well-being of our soul is also affected by the health and the well-being of the vehicle that we're using um in this physical material existence, our bodies, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: our minds, our um, our mental state of being, all of that affects um the growth and the expansion of our soul. So um so yeah, basically I would I would define it as the wellness of our soul, um but also encompassing the mind, body, and the spirit.
0: I love that it's really this fusion of the soul and the body because your like you said like the your body is your vehicle, it's this vessel that you're in while you're here on this planet, but your soul it's about keeping your soul healthy and um, the vitality of it and, and following, I think your joy and your passion, um, is really part of that too. And so I'm curious, what has your experience been like cultivating this level of spiritual wellness for yourself? And, and has it been maybe a balancing act between the health of your soul and and also, you know, the health of your, your mind and your body, like, like you described? Yeah, absolutely. I, I
1: started out my career in fitness, so I was very physical based. And then I got into teaching yoga and through yoga, I began to really connect with um, the spiritual side of things. I'd been raised in religion, but that's when I really found my spirituality. I found my connection to energy, um, which I had been so disconnected from before. So It was cool and it's nice to look back on my journey. It's been a long journey Mm -hmm. um, of starting in this like physical realm where to me, you know, I had a lot of troubles in my mental state and in my life because I was so focused on the physical. I was lacking that like spiritual and the mental health piece, you know, after I got into yoga and started incorporating more spirituality, it it was definitely a balancing act. I've always found it important to move my body, but it's been, um, you know, a balancing act to make sure I'm taking care of my physical body, exercising, eating healthy, and then also making sure that I take time to meditate and breathe and journal and reflect and, get all of those pieces in. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious about this part where you talked about a connection to energy that that was sort of missing, that maybe you were so focused on um, the body and the physical and being in the fitness industry. And so I'm curious, how did you start to connect to energy or to your spirituality more? Were there like any tools or practices? You mentioned meditation and journaling, but I'm curious how you began to sort of tap in, you know, to that energy piece a little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um when I first did my teacher training, I learned how to meditate. That was one of the things that drew me to it because I was like many people feeling like meditation was really scary Mm -hmm. or just too hard for me to do. Right. So when I learned to meditate during my teacher training, it was really, really powerful. And, um, that sparked the shift into starting to feel and understand my energy. But again, it was a long process. And honestly, I would say that my physical yoga practice, helped me to tap into my energy a lot because I was so used to, I taught spin classes, plyometrics classes. I was like hardcore for years. (laughs) Um, And with yoga, even though when I uh, was first teaching, I was really into like hard vinyasa classes, advanced vinyasa classes, even just having to move to the breath, right? You have to slow down and you have to focus on your breath. And by linking the body to the breath, it helped me to tune into my energy more. And then I would say the like the big, big piece that like like the moment I did this, I was just like so tapped in, like I could close my eyes and just feel energy hmm. within me and around me um, was my Reiki training. I did my Reiki one and Reiki two certifications. I think it was about three and a half years ago. Um, And for those of those who don't know what Reiki is, it's a uh, healing energy. And it's basically when I'm practicing Reiki, I'm channeling source energy and pushing it through me I'm um, pushing it through my hands. And I can give that to someone else or I can give it to myself. Uh, but when you get your Reiki attunement, they turn on different energy channels that you're not necessarily tapped into. So that was just like this huge piece for me that I began to just instantly be able to feel energy. And it's been mm-hmm. so powerful.
0: I love how, well, first of all, I love this piece about Reiki because um, moving energy, moving it through your hands, there's it, it, it such a healing component both for yourself, but also for somebody else. So I love that this has been a component of your training, but something that you said earlier about how your your yoga teacher training and the physical movement allowed you to connect to energy. Because I think sometimes we we don't talk about or we we miss this piece about how energy is really connected To and with the body, so while we have a soul and there's this whole spiritual element, the energy that moves through the body, how we're tapped in, how we're connected, how we move, um, it all it all plays a role. So I love I love that this is something that you brought up too.
1: Yeah, thank you. And yeah, our bodies have so much wisdom. You know, when if you have a area of your body where there's chronic pain or tension, it's related to something energetically as well. You know, and then yeah. vice versa. If you have something energetically or mentally going on, it's going to show up in your body. That's why um stress, right, causes so much disease. I think it's the number one cause of death, right? Stress mm-hmm, leads mm-hmm. to so many different other issues. Um, and then I wanted to bring up when you came on my podcast, Sydney, um, and yeah. you talked about the seat of the soul and you inspired me to start. I'm listening to it on Audible and Oh my God. Yeah. So thank you. It's so good. And I it's one of those books I've been hearing about for years, but for some reason I just hadn't picked mm-hmm, it up yet. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to this part where he's talking about intuition and, mm. you know, the different things you need to do to tap into intuition. And he brings up the body, our physical health, like making sure that we are taking care of again, are the vessel that we're living in.
0: Mm. I love that you picked up the book. I'm so glad because it's had such such a profound impact on my life. But you're right about this piece, but he talks about, I just remembered about intuition and taking care of your physical body because it, I think, and let me know if this resonates for you. I think an yeah. element of spiritual wellness is about honoring the physical. It is about honoring you about where you are in this moment. It's about honoring uh, your body, taking care of it, nourishing it. And to be more connected, to be more tapped into your spirituality, you have to honor the body and it ties in so beautifully with what I was saying before too. Which now that you brought up seed of the soul, my mind is like working <laughs> in so many different <laughs> ways. But I think we we don't think about it that way. We think about we think about I think sometimes spiritual wellness as journaling, meditation, breath work, crystals, um, you know, energy yeah. that way. But it's really well rounded.
1: Yeah, it's all of the things: the mind, body, and the soul connected, and they all um, play a role in how we show up in our life. And if we are, you know, living up to what our soul came here to do, Mm -hmm. right. If we Mm -hmm. don't have our physical health, we're not going to be clear. We're not going to have that intuition piece. We're not going to feel good enough to go out there and like share our gifts with the world. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, exactly what you said. I completely agree.
0: Yeah, I'm curious if you've had moments throughout this journey where you've felt, you know, maybe blocked or uninspired, um, because I think for me at least, spirituality and the excitement of it and the wanting to tap in, I think it comes in waves. Sometimes I feel really inspired and motivated and energized by it. And other times I'm like, I need to take a step back. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious if you've had moments like that where you're sort of riding the wave of it um, or if it's been, you know, more of a consistent journey for you. You know,
1: well, there's a couple of points to this. I think first, nature has seasons, right? Mm Mm-hmm we're nature. So we have seasons, we have, you know, our, our winter, our spring, our summer, our fall. So we're going to ebb and flow. And we have to understand that that's part of life. In our Western society, we've been conditioned to believe that we're supposed to just be performing at like peak performance all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's so not true. And when we can really honor the rhythm and the cycle of our body, of our Our mind, of our energy, um, then it just, you know, you can embrace those slow times and use those times to recharge and come up with ideas. And then when the springtime comes, you start to like plan. And when it's like that summer season, then you're like out there making things happen. And this is totally a side note, but, um, as a woman, I like to look at my month like this, um, every month so that I'm like honoring the the cycle of my mm-hmm, menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it's important that we honor that. I will say that the more aligned I've become, which comes with, um, practice, right? All this practice, all these different practices, right. um, meditation, breath work, journaling, just really understanding myself and my purpose and what I'm here to do. Um, the more I do that, the more in alignment I am. And the more in alignment that I'm in, the more things just flow. Um, so I do feel that lately, I was actually thinking this the other day. I'm like, I have just the ideas that are coming out of me lately. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, it's not me. It's just that I'm so tapped in. I'm getting those like divine downloads from source, you know, Mm -hmm. like spirit is coming through me and working through me because I have something to share. And so do you. And so does everybody out there in the world. So one, I think we need to honor the cycles of our life, the rhythm Mm -hmm. of nature, but also the more tapped in we are to ourselves and to spirit, um, the more in alignment that we're going to be and things are just going to flow easier.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think the the two the, the two things, the two points that you just brought up, they really interact. They really go hand in hand. It it's mm-hmm. that honoring who you are, honoring the cycles that you go through, doing so I think without judgment or, you know, yeah. being hard on yourself in those moments, and then at the same time, you know, doing things that you love, that you enjoy because for me, I find that that space of alignment, which the way I look at it is really just doing what you love, being in a space where it fills you up and it brings you joy, or you feel like you're, you know, in that space of I'm following my passions and yes, you're still going to have stress. And yes, there's still going to be moments where you're like, Oh my God, what am I doing? You know, Mm -hmm. am I in the right place? Am I totally, you know, we all still have those moments. Um, but I really have found that, um, for me at least I can be more in that space of alignment. If I'm in that space of my joy, if I'm in that space of following my passion. And then, you know, we all have moments where we kind of get off track a little bit and you've got to, you know, redirect and put yourself back on the road. Um, but I have found that that sense of joy and passion and inspiration comes from just constantly putting myself in those spaces when I can, because it's not always constant, at least for me. So it's like having this conversation this morning is going to totally, you know, set me up for my day. I think it's about finding the things that you love sticking to it when you can, you know, going back to it. Um, and I think that helps with the journey too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tapping into joy. And I love that you said that thing, the piece about judgment, because we will be in more alignment if we can learn to show ourselves compassion, um, when we mess up, cause we inevitably all mess up. Um, and if we can learn not to judge ourselves, and realize it's okay not to be perfect because say that we're in alignment and then we do something that kind of you know s- sets us back a little bit if we can just show ourselves compassion and be like it's okay like i messed up i'm going to learn this lesson from it and i'm going to move forward then you're back in alignment so much faster right yeah, yeah 100% Than if you're like like getting hard on yourself and it makes you just like stop everything you're doing because you are completely doubting yourself right yeah. so i love that that non judgment peace, not self-acceptance. Yeah.
0: And I think within that space of non-judgment and self-acceptance is also honoring the lesson that you're learning in that moment, which doesn't always appear right away, but I have found it. And I'm curious if this resonates for you too. In those moments where I'm being judgmental of myself, which, which they happen. And in those moments where I'm harder on myself, I find that there's a lesson to learn and there's something for me to take from that moment and that experience. Like why, why am I defaulting to that space of judgment, right? Why am Mm -hmm. I defaulting to that space of, of being hard on myself? Um, but even realizing that I do that in that moment has taken me years. It's taken, it's taken some time. It's all a practice. It is.
1: Practice. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if I talked about this with you before, but I realized pretty recently that I am able to find a lesson in anything that happens, which is really great, but mm. that doesn't lessen uh, the discomfort that comes up with situations. It doesn't lessen like the feelings of like sadness or pain or, or whatever emotions come up with whatever happens, right? right. Um, but having that knowledge within you that everything does happen for a reason, there is a lesson, I am supported, um, all of that, it just, again, makes it easier to bounce back. But that doesn't mean we're not allowed to feel our emotions. We need to feel our emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to let ourselves like feel whatever we need to feel. And then breathe and reconnect and just let it pass as it does, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, I love what you just said because giving yourself permission to feel is huge. Because when you bottle up how you're feeling, when you stuff it down, whatever whatever resonates for you, um, you're blocking yourself. You're blocking mm-hmm. yourself from not only feeling and expressing, but then also I think moving through the situation. So giving yourself permission to feel is huge. I love that you brought that up because I, again, I think that's a component of wellness, but maybe also spiritual wellness in itself that maybe we are not thinking about, you know, that maybe we're not um, yeah. realizing is just so key to being able to um, have that mind, body, soul connection that, mm-hmm. that we spoke about, you know, at the beginning. Yeah. In my
1: like program, I call it emotional intelligence. We have mm-hmm. to have emotional intelligence. And that is, like you said, for our spiritual wellness, a hundred percent, because for are not feeling our emotions. We're suppressing, we're numbing. And then we're like, then we're, we have like blocks that we're not even aware of. So we're not again in alignment with our soul. Um, instead, we're kind of stuck and blocked. So yeah.
0: it's this yeah. whole piece about awareness and it's such, it's such a game changer. I'm curious. What has surprised you the most about not only, I guess, your journey with spiritual wellness, but working with uh, maybe the tools or modalities that you've used along the way to help with with your own wellness, with your own spiritual wellness? I mean, I think the biggest, I wouldn't say
1: it's a surprise, but maybe the coolest thing is just to look back on where I was before I started incorporating these tools into my life Mm -hmm. and seeing where I'm at now. It's like a different lifetime, you yeah. know, and yeah. I find with my clients, it's like the same thing. And it it can happen. It's like the initial, um, the initial like boost that happens is when you commit to it is like really powerful. But then over the years to just see how things have transformed and changed and how my practices have changed. So going back to like honoring where we're at, right, the way that I, the way that I connect now is different than it was two years ago or five years ago or whatever. And it's maybe surprising just to see how different I have to, how I have to do things differently Mm -hmm. to get to different spaces, but it's also really cool.
0: Yeah. Watching that growth and the trajectory and how things have changed and maybe how you even look at situations differently now, um, through that, through that different lens of, awareness, but also allowing yourself to feel and um, everything else in between that we discussed in this conversation. I think it's huge. I think it's such yeah. a game changer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That lens, that perspective. I didn't say yeah. that, but you, you said it perfectly. Like, No,
0: you're right The though. way I
1: see the world is completely different than it was like six years ago. And it comes with practice,
0: right? And it comes Mm -hmm. with like continuing to put yourself in these situations that force you to learn and grow. And learning and growing doesn't have to be painful. It can also be really beautiful and wonderful and like filled with ease. I think if we let it sometimes. And so um, I love it. I love it. This has been such a fun conversation. And I love that we, we were talking about spiritual wellness and I didn't expect that we would go into like these different sort of lanes that's, that lead you Mm -hmm. there that maybe we don't often think about. So I can't thank you enough for this conversation. Um, where, where can everybody find you, find your amazing podcast, work with you, connect and, and learn more. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's always so wonderful to talk to you and to connect. Um, my podcast is called The Soulspark Podcast. I'm on Instagram at the Soulspark Podcast and at Kelly Collins Wellness. I'm on YouTube at Kelly Collins Wellness. My website is (laughs) kellycollinswellness.com. So it's pretty much usually Kelly Collins Wellness wherever you look, but my podcast is the Soul Spark
0: podcast. Perfect. (laughs) Everything is going to go in the show notes. It'll be so easy for everybody to find you and and connect. And thank you so much again. I'm really, I'm excited to share this one. I think it's going to resonate with so many. I think especially this year where there's so much going on. And I think so many of us are looking at wellness through a different lens, maybe a more holistic, well-rounded lens. So I think this is going to be so, so timely.
1: Um, Oh, amazing. Thank you
0: so much. I told you, I told you that this is going to be a super timely episode. What I love so much about my conversation with Kelly was just the different directions we went in. And as she mentioned, I had the great opportunity to be on her podcast and I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And it was just such a beautiful well-rounded conversation about wellness because oftentimes I think when we think about spiritual wellness or we think about positive mindset, it's either solely about mindfulness or solely about spirituality. But this component about the body and the importance of our physical health and how it ties into our mental and our emotional and our spiritual health is such an important reminder and I was so happy that we talked about it. So can't wait to hear what you guys think about my episode with Kelly. Make sure to join the conversation if you haven't already on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And wherever you tune into podcasts, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode of Seek the Joy Podcast. Okay. If you found Seek the Joy podcast, if you are listening right now because of Podcast Wellness Week, I would love to connect with you and hear not only what you thought about this phenomenal week, but also this episode and your biggest takeaways and what your experiences have been with wellness as well. Reach out on any of our social media channels or via email info at seekthejoypodcast.com. I honestly love nothing more than getting to know this community, and I can't wait to welcome you as part of this Seek the Joy community, too. All right, that's it. That's all I've got. I can't wait to connect. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this great week, this podcast wellness week, and I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.